It felt chilly on the river despite the spring sunshine, and Catherine pulled her woollen cloak closer about her shoulders. The sumptuous barge which her mother had insisted upon hiring for this important occasion was making slow, stately progress northwest from Paris along the River Oise. Queen Isabeau was determined to create an impression at the meeting, which had finally been arranged between the French and English kings with their advisers. They were to meet at Pontoise at three o'clock to discuss the terms of a possible treaty which, if agreed upon, would include a marriage between the French Princess Catherine de Valois and the English King Henry V. Over the last few months, the reluctant prospective bride had finally been persuaded of the desirability of the union and had been made very aware that she represented the last hope of a royal marriage as the foundation of a strong alliance between the two countries. It had been drummed into her that the alliance would be of great benefit to France, but she was still filled with trepidation at the thought of what was to come. On the river bank, an unnecessarily large contingent of men-at-arms rode alongside the barge as it continued majestically on its way. On board, His Royal Highness King Charles VI of France, his crown slightly askew, lay slumped against opulent cushions of crimson velvet. He was snoring open-mouthed after two glasses of the excellent red wine which had been a gift from his cousin, John the Fearless, the Duke of Burgundy, who accompanied them. Sitting between her parents, Catherine watched as the barge rounded a bend in the river was and the landing stage came into view. She felt a twinge of nervousness and wondered yet again what the afternoon held in store for her. Her mother had spoken highly of King Henry and described him in glowing terms, but she found it difficult to imagine him. What does King Henry look like, my lady? Did you think him handsome when you met him? I have told you, Catherine, more than once. He is a fine-looking man, a man's man, a warrior king. I'll wager he can make a woman feel like a woman in every sense of the word. She threw a scornful look at her husband and added, which is more than can be said for some. Queen Isabeau was clearly nervous about the meeting. Now and then she would get up from her seat to pace up and down the deck, from prow to stern and then back again. She was at her most elegant today, her forehead smooth and high with finely plucked eyebrows emphasising the shape of her large, blue-grey eyes. A delicate veil in the palest shade of lilac drifted down from the tip of her pointed headdress and heavily jewelled sleeves protruded from slits in the seams of her purple, ermine-lined cloak. A small lapdog with ridiculously short legs and a sharp, shrill bark did its best to keep up with her pacing, but succeeded only in waking the king. Dear God, he squealed, keep that animal away from me. Catherine put an arm around his shoulders, soothing him. Hush, Papa, it is only Maman's little dog, Cherie. She won't harm you. Where are we? Where are we going? What are we doing in the middle of this river? We'll drown. We'll surely drown. Who will save us? The King of France was rocking to and fro like a child. We are going, my lord, Queen Isabeau silenced him, to meet King Henry of England with a view to negotiating a marriage contract between him and our daughter Catherine.
she will become Queen of England as soon as a reasonable dowry can be arranged. Two hundred thousand crowns, quavered the king, jabbing the air with his forefinger. That's what I said last time, and I'm not going to offer any more than that. Two hundred thousand crowns. He's lucky to have her. Two hundred thousand. That's my last offer. Oh, do be quiet, Charles, said Queen Isabeau irritably as she sat down next to him. You're not at a cattle market. Besides, he is demanding eight hundred thousand. God only knows where we will find such a sum of money. It is unreasonably high, agreed the Duke of Burgundy. But it will be interesting to see whether, having met the Princess Catherine, King Henry will lower his price. The Queen stood up again, suddenly tense, her fists clenched at her sides. I can't go on with this. Not under these.